Thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us today. It is Sunday, February 27th, and I just hope you all had a wonderful weekend, so happy Sunday. Um, today, we are going to be reading out of Proverbs 27. This is 1% or less with him on his hard line. And the reason why we call it 1% or less with him is because we all are granted the same 1,000 440 days or 40 minutes excuse me wow and one percent of that time is about 15 minutes rounded up so i always say 15 minutes with our lord and savior and reading his good book is not a whole lot to ask especially when it comes to just getting more intimate and getting closer with god if you really want true transformation spend 15 minutes in the word and i promise you you will see changes within yourself in time, of course, than you could ever imagine. All right, so we're going to start. Now, chapter 27. Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what any day may bring forth. Let another praise you, not your own mouth. A stranger, not your own lips. Stone is heavy and sand a burden, but a fool's provocation is heavier than both. Anger is cruel and wrath overwhelming, but before jealousy, who can stand? Better is an open rebuke than love that remains hidden. Trustworthy are the blows of a friend, dangerous the kisses of an enemy. One who is full spurns honey, but to the hungry any bitter thing is sweet. Like a bird far from the nest, so is anyone far from home. Perfume and incense bring joy to the heart, but a grief, but by grief the soul is torn asunder. Do not give up your own friend and your father's friend. Do not resort to the house your kindred of your kindred when trouble strikes. Better a neighbor near than kin far away. Be wise, my son, and bring joy to my heart, so that I can answer whoever taunts me. The astute see an evil and hide. The naive continue on and pay the penalty. Take the garment of the one who became surety for a stranger. If for a foreign woman, exact the pledge. Those who greet their neighbor with a loud voice in the early morning, a curse can be laid to their charge. For a persistent leak on a rainy day, the match is a quarrelsome wife. Whoever would hide her hides a storm wind and cannot tell north from south. Iron is sharpened by iron. One person sharpens another. Those who tend a fig tree eats its fruit. So those attentive to their master will be honored. As face mirrors Face, uh, excuse me, as face mirrors face in water, so the heart reflects the person. Sheol and Abaddon can never be satisfied, so the eyes of a mortal can never be satisfied. The crucible for silver, the furnace for gold, so you must assay, uh, assay the promise you receive. Though you pound fools with 
a pestle. Their folly never leaves them. Take good care of your flocks. Give careful attention to your herds. For wealth does not last forever, nor even a crown from age to age. When the grass comes up and the new growth appears, and the mountain greens are gathered in, the lambs will provide you with clothing, and the goats the price of a field, and there will be ample goat's milk for your food, food for your house, sustenance for your maidens. And that concludes the reading of chapter 27. So a few things here. So as I was reading, here in verse 1, I like that one here. It says, do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what any day may bring forth. You know, when we as people with egos and pride, not everybody, but I'm talking in general, right? When we as a people with egos and pride brag about the future and what's to come our direction, oftentimes we see plans and or, you know, progress. And... <clears throat> Sometimes those plans and progress can be broken down by God, especially for boasting about it. Yes, you know, we do have free will and our toil typically will reward us with good fruit according to its efforts. But if we get arrogant and egotistical about what we have and what we do and what we accomplish, what plans for progress we have for the future, so on and so forth. And if we're not careful, God can certainly slam us down and bring us back a few steps. And this is why I believe we should never boast about tomorrow. We don't know what any day brings forth because if it isn't our pride or ego that gets put in check by God, if we're not careful, if our armor is not intact the way it should, the devil can certainly creep in and make us stumble upon our own footsteps, which can cause us to fall and fail. So there's that. So you got two sides of it that you really have to look out for, right? Now, the next verse I like here, it's actually one of my favorites. Iron is sharpened by iron. One person sharpens another. This verse, like I said, is one of my favorites in this chapter because I often feel revitalized and sharpened mentally when I surround myself with those who have a strong love and passion for Christ in their heart. You know, the conversations that take place, especially when it comes to the subjects within the Bible, leads us down a path of learning and discovery into something that we may not have known. You know, I made mention about the conversation that we had with the six guys, you know, the six of us at work. And, uh, you know, the conversation we had just kind of, you know, a nice healthy debate about the Bible and certain things that surrounded uh, whatever got brought up in that moment. And it was it was just a very wonderful, you know, just a wonderful conversation. Now, this might sound bad to say, but I'm just being honest. But this is why I don't like to hang out with just anybody. I like to be around friends who are at the same level as myself, if not higher, because I know that conversations and topics of discussion won't be just shallow and pointless bantering. Now, I've never been one to just talk about sports or random things of the world, right? Like, I've just, I've never been that guy. I can't just sit there and talk about fishing or hunting. Like, yeah, I could talk about it in very short stints, but, you know, there's really nothing that really sharpens me when it comes to talking about subjects of that matter. Like, I've, you know, you know, so many people that I know are like big college sports guys, right? Like, I don't mind watching college football, but I don't know everything about it. Why? Because I don't care to know everything about it. I want to know things that are more deeper, Right. And that was poor grammar. Excuse me. But I want to I want to know things that are on a deeper level, I should say. 
I've always loved getting lost in conversation with those who have the ability to think deeper and have a deeper conversation to help not only provoke thought within themselves, but help me provoke even further thought within myself. And this is why I really love this verse, because it really resonates with me. Now, then there's verse 19. As face mirrors face in water, so the heart reflects the person. Now, when I read this first, the first person that I think of is my beautiful wife. Now, myself and many others say the same thing when it comes to my wife. She truly has a heart of gold. Now, she was a CNA at one point, and she didn't make a lot of money doing that, but she did it because she really had a love and a tender, genuine care for the elderly. She put up with a lot of BS in the job, from what I can remember anyway. And it wasn't just BS from the residents, which is to be expected. You know, they're older. They can be senile, crabby, grumpy, right? They don't know any better. But they, she also dealt with a lot of BS from the caddy nurses and LPNs and other staff. And I remember the drama she dealt with. But at the end of it all, it never changed her heart. Not only is she gorgeous and beautiful on the outside, but to say that she was just as beautiful on the inside would be a severe and deficient statement altogether because... The heart that lies within her really reflects, truly reflects who she is as a person. It's almost, it almost would be so great that, you know, her heart is just so great that to some degree, it actually becomes a weakness for her, or at least I should say it used to, because people would take advantage of that. You know, she wore her heart on her sleeve. Unfortunately, my wife experienced life in difficult situations with difficult people when she moved to Florida. You know, there's a lot of difficult people down there in Florida with hard personalities of all kinds. You got Puerto Ricans, you got, you know, Cubans, you got people from New York, you got Canadians. I mean, you had people of all different ethnicities and backgrounds and countries of origin from all over the world, different parts of this country down there. That was a melting pot. And so you dealt with a lot of different personalities all in one concentrated area. And it caused her to grow a thicker backbone and a strong boldness. Now, all that said, she still had that heart of gold. She just made certain that nobody crossed her the wrong way and messed her over like they used to. If I had to say any verse reflects her in this chapter, I would say this would be it. Now, there is one that I, I did not make a notation on, but I did want to make a quick you know um, mention of it. And it was, uh, let's see here, it says, Sheol, Sheol, I don't know if I'm even pronouncing that right, but it's basically hell, right? Sheol and Ab Abaddon can never be satisfied. So the eyes of mortals can never be satisfied. In other words, hell can never be satisfied, right? No matter how many souls it collects, no, much, no matter how much grief it creates, it's never enough. And just like with the human, you know, carnal mind, right? The carnal person. The eyes of mortals will never be satisfied either. They will always continue to look on for more and more pleasing things to the eye that are things of this world. And so anyway, that is Proverbs chapter 7. And I want to say thank you for joining us. We're going to cut it a little short today. And I hope you all have a blessed day. 
Thank you for listening to 1% or Less, and I will be back tomorrow with another episode of 1% or Less, and then followed by Tuesday, we will have a His Hard Line discussion. So with that said, I hope you have a wonderful day, have a blessed Sunday, and I hope you enjoy your family and all that surround you. Have a good night. say thank you again for joining us here at his hard line you just listened to one percent or less with him don't forget you can find us at www.hishardline.com we look forward to seeing you next time have a blessed day